Coming up, we hear from one of the UK's best-known brands. Hello and welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack episode 48. Today I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Miriam Jordan Keane, who is Head of Marketing at British Gas. We're going to be discussing marketing transformation, we're going to be talking about what British Gas need from their media agencies and the role of an in-house media leader. All coming up on today's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. So uh, Miriam, a warm welcome to IDCOM's and to Media Snack. Uh, British Gas is an institution in the UK. It's been around for around 200 years in various forms. Uh, you are the UK's leading energy provider. You have a customer base of around 11 million. Uh, but you're also going through a significant transformation. You're looking to move away from being known as simply a, a, a utilities company to becoming a, a dynamic customer, consumer-centric organisation. Right. That's absolutely right, David, and thank you for welcoming me. Not at all. So what, what does that mean to British Gas? I think what it means, as you said, we are a fabric of society brand. We've been around forever, the old gas board. Um, and, and what we are very, very aware of is that customer needs are changing. Yeah. The world is changing very quickly around us, and we need to change to compete, as all great brands do. So I think what we're doing in our transformation is ensuring that every conversation we're having, internally and externally, mm. pretty much every waking thought we're having at the moment, starts with the customer right. and is about changing from a utility provider, as you say, to being a genuinely customer-centric, um, future-proofed organisation that's right for the way people live their lives today. That's brilliant. And, and so how have you had to organise yourselves internally to... Uh, position yourselves for success? Yeah, it's a work in progress at the moment, it's fair to say, and we're going through quite a lot of internal change. Um, and sometimes that's painful for a business, but essentially it's also very exciting. And the way we're organising ourselves internally is very much a triumvirate of functions working really closely together. The inside teams, the proposition development teams, and the marketing teams. So essentially, start with Again, as I said, what's the customer need? Yeah. What, how, what do we understand about that customer, about what their homes mean to them today? Because that's the playground where we have really got permission to play in people's homes, keeping them warm and working, clever and connected mm -hmm. and safe and sound. And it's the whole connected place that's where the biggest change is really happening now in allowing people to have much greater control of their homes. And so understanding that, what it means to people, translating that into propositions that are really relevant to them and then talking about them and messaging them in a way that creates real engagement but doesn't scare people mm. about this kind of world of the future. That, I think, is what's keeping us awake and restless at the moment. That's great. And, and how will you be measuring success in that? So measuring success for us now, and we, we've been very much traditionally an ROI-type um, uh, metric business. Mm. Our measurement is changing now in that Romy will continue to be really important as it is for all marketeers. But I think also for us now, it's about customers becoming advocates yeah. and about really being absolutely um, obsessed with ensuring that our NPS scores 
are increasing, that how our customers feel about us, how they talk about us, and essentially how long they're prepared to stay with us is a reflection of the fact that we're putting them at the centre of everything we do. Brilliant. And, and what role will media play in delivering against these objectives and these ambitions? I think media is becoming ever more critical for all marketing companies, but particularly for us right now as we go on this journey, because just as we're changing and just as our customers' lives are changing, I guess the biggest and fastest change out there, it sounds like a cliche, but the speed of change mm. in the media landscape is just phenomenal. Absolutely. And, and I think there's a much greater blurring of lines between media, creative, messaging, content, especially as the media world becomes ever more programmatic. Mm. And it's all about really serving up the right message to the right customer in the right way. Then for us to succeed on the journey that we've embarked on, we need really strong media partnership. Fantastic. So it appears that you have a clear vision for media internally. Uh, you are also one of the UK's largest spenders of media and have recently reviewed your media agency re um, relationships and awarded uh, your account to Mediacom. Yeah. Um, given the transformation you're going through internally, have your agency requirements changed significantly? I think they have. I think they have because, as I say, we need to keep pace with the way that the world is changing. We are becoming a much more digital business, mm -hmm. which is obviously a very new departure for us. We never lose the importance and the power of the personal touch of our thousands of engineers going into people's homes every day mm -hmm. to help keep them warm and working. But our customers want to engage with us in a different way now, and we need to be fit for purpose. So I think Digital is certainly a big driver of the agenda as we move forward with our new media agency. But I think it was also time for us to recognise, as you say, we have a big budget, yeah. but I'm not sure that we necessarily thought of ourselves as the kind of player that we are now and need to be now mm. when our competitive set is changing so much, yeah. when it's becoming about the big players in the tech space and not just all the other utility companies. So I think we really felt that it was time to take stock. Our, our previous agency had done a great job yeah. for us. We, we had been really happy with them and they'd taken us a long way, but we're on the next stage of a journey now and it just felt like the right time to go out there and check what was in the market. Oh, great. And, and, and the process was relatively lengthy, so I think it started in, in, in March yes. and concluded perhaps a Just month ago. a month or so ago, yeah. How did you find the process of reviewing your media and seeing the, 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 the best and greatest work coming out of the UK media scene? I honestly think it's probably the best thing I've done. I'm not sure because I'm very proud of my, creative, our, my team's creative achievements, but I think it was one of the best things I've done in the two years I've been at British Gas because for all of our teams, it really opened their eyes and my eyes about how the market's changing mm. and really just the scale of talent and skill that's out there in the market. It was a phenomenal process. To be honest, and I think this is so important, we put our hearts and souls into yeah. it. We really did it wholeheartedly. It was not something that people did on top of the day job. Yeah. It became a critical part of the day job. And I think that paid back for us because we had just a stunning, 
six months, seven or eight months, um, meeting just the best talent and the best people in the UK media world and, and hearing their thoughts about our business. So you're impressed. It's in good health, the, uh, the UK media scene. It felt pretty impressive to us as we went through that process. Um, we, we really did have an embarrassment of riches mm. when it came to looking at the agencies that pitched. We were absolutely blown away by how many great agencies wanted to work with us yeah. and really saw the, just the latent potential of the wonderful heritage that's mm. in our brand, but also the way we're equipping ourselves for the future. And uh, it, was, it was really exciting. But I think you're right. I think the, the commitment that you as a business... Uh, invested in the process uh, and the time that you took considering the brief and being so clear as to what you wanted the agencies to perform within the process uh, allowed the agencies to prepare for success and I think that kind of shone through in the quality of the work that came out. I mean it's great to hear that and I think what was really important to us and to me personally was that the agencies who, because there can only be one winner, mm. the agencies who didn't win, the, the grace with which they accepted the decision that we mm. made and, and the fact that they thanked us for how respectful the process had been was really, really important because we were so impressed with the quality of the talent that we saw out there. But I'm going to ask you one question that I'm always asked uh, by agencies. Yeah. Um, they asked me about pitch theatre and the influence of pitch theatre on any decision making. Um, I provided my point of view on that. But having just gone through a review where I'd imagine all of the best biscuits were laid out for British <laughs> Gas, uh, what, was your, what is your perspective on pitch theatre? It's, it's really interesting, David. And I mean, you know I've spent half my career on the other side of the fence in creative agencies. And so I guess pitch theatre in a creative agency mm. means something different to in a media agency. But it's really interesting when you do the overnight test and then sit with the team and talk about what you remember from mm. yesterday. And I think we certainly, I mean, Wilbur, who's our creative asset, um, who we love very much within British Gas, mm. He appeared everywhere around London. <laughs> he did. was in lifts and peeking around <laughs> yeah, corners. And, yeah. and people remember that. But I think it's really interesting because there was pitch theatre. There was a kind of 10-foot Wilbur in somebody's window right on mm. a main street in, in central London. But the pitch theatre was used to really amplify the thinking as opposed to just to compensate for the fact that the thinking wasn't as rich as it might be. So... Um, I think we probably remembered how people treated Wilbur and then understood what an asset he could be in the media landscape mm. and as part of the media story going forward more than we remembered what we got for lunch or who had the best cakes. And that's great, and that's good advice to the agencies. Okay, so Miriam, kind of one final area of, of questioning, if that's okay. Uh, you know, you have a clear vision for media, you know what you want your media agencies to do, you have appointed a new agency partner. Yeah. Now you need to provide, I suppose, the governance internally to manage media and make sure that you are, you are being as productive with those media, that media investment as you possibly can. How are you going to organise yourself internally to provide that level of governance uh, for media? It's really interesting, David, because that's something that we've been giving a lot of thought to as we've been going through this process, because up until now we have not had a specific role within the marketing team that's about being a media leader. Yeah. 
and, and really working very closely and really tightly with our procurement teams, with our legal teams from a contractual mm -hmm. point of view, but also to manage the, the whole governance process of the agency so that we set, our, especially at the beginning of a new relationship like this, so we set both sides up really for success right from the word go. So it's very exciting because I now have a live brief out there to get a media leader into British Gas to, to take responsibility for this hugely important yeah. role and this hugely important part of our business. As you said at the beginning, we're a huge spender in the, um, in the, the British media landscape. We have big budgets and we have a real responsibility to our customers to our shareholders, to all of our colleagues, that we spend that money wisely and that we spend it in a way that is beneficial to our customers. Mm. So I think this is going to be an exciting role. I, I'm confident that we'll find somebody who's as excited as we are about going on this journey over the next few years. But it, it really is. It's as critical as any other role I have in my team. Brilliant. I don't think you're going to have any problems at all filling it. I hope so. hope not. <laughs> I hope not. So, Miriam, thank you so much for taking the time out to join us today. It's been such an insightful conversation. Uh, I wish you the best of luck in the restructuring and in your future relationship with your agency and finding that media leader to bring into the business to look after your, uh, your, your media discipline. So thank you very much. Uh, and thank you for watching. Uh, that's it for now. Have a good weekend.